In this episode of Social Media Secrets, I'm going to share with you the real truth behind burnout, some ways that you can prevent burnout from occurring, and some of the reasons why burnout occurs when we are building businesses. I'm gonna take a big old sip of my coffee and I hope you have a notebook ready because I'm gonna share all of it with you in this episode. Okay, you guys, <laughs> I'm excited to talk about this because this is actually something that I see a lot of business owners, content creators, influencers, pretty much anyone who creates any type of content, I've seen them experience burnout. Feel free to like literally raise your hand or like double tap the screen real fast or whatever if you've experienced this before. And I'm gonna be super transparent about my business. So towards the end of 2022, I felt like there was this mega like exhale, just this feeling of like, <gasps> whoa, we just made it through two of the most wild years in business ever. Not the hardest, not to be confused with the hardest, but some of the wildest times that many of us have never dealt with before. And as we got towards the end of 2022, I started to realize that same desire to create was disappearing. And that's a really scary feeling as a creator. I don't know, have you ever experienced that before where you go to create and that just desire, the love, the... Uh, passion behind what it is that you do is just missing. Let me just tell you, you guys, first and foremost, it's a very scary feeling when that happens because I've seen creators and business owners and influencers who have powered through that and left themselves completely not passionate about their business. That's a very, very scary thing. Usually you see it happen when creators are creating daily content or they're at an advanced content creation rate. And um, the truth is when creators commit to a certain schedule for creating content, they forget that life is still gonna happen. <laughs> and I mean, life is gonna happen all kinds of which ways. Things are gonna go happen that you didn't expect. Things are gonna go wrong. You're gonna sometimes get sick or tired. And, and the thing that I love about daily content creation is it does oftentimes push you beyond that initial, like, I don't feel like doing this today. But what happens when the I don't feel like it doesn't come back? It's a very, very scary thing. Like, I don't wanna end up despising what it is that I love so much. And so the truth is, you guys, if you sense burnout coming on, the first thing that you need to do is step back a little bit. And I really, truly mean this. In the past, I would have said, power through, power through. But I've really seen what happens when you power through for too long. So for example, for the last two years, I barely took a break because I knew that there were so many businesses, both on both sides of our business, that needed me to still show up for them during a time where they were uncertain and scared and, and nervous and all of that. So there is a season where you can power through and see like, okay, is this just a commitment thing? Is this just, I need to get into the habit? Is this a habit that I need to build and get comfortable with? And if you've already, let's say, continued to create and you're past that commitment point, there's a good chance that you may need to take a break or else the break is gonna be forced into your life in one way or another. I think of like, if I were always just like typing, if I was a writer and I really desperately needed a break, there's gonna come a point where my body's gonna say, listen, my body and my brain are gonna say, if you're not willing to take a break, I'm gonna make you take a break. I'm gonna send you something that makes you have to get off your feet and get off your computer for hours every day. I'm going to allow you to maybe trip. <laughs> I'm being super, super uh, dramatic here, but I'm gonna allow you to trip and like break your wrist because you really need to take a break and I'm gonna do this for you. 
So it's really interesting is first you have to check, is this just a, I don't feel like it commitment kind of thing? Or is this like a burnout, like a deep exhaustion burnout? The best way to explain it, by the way, is this deep, almost like disinterest uh, about something that you probably actually once upon a time absolutely loved. And so as I started to see like at the end of 2022, as we're actually approaching kind of the end of my burnout recovery, um, I realized this is more than just a commitment. This is more than just, I don't feel like it anymore. I started to realize things like I was starting to say, and you may have caught yourself saying these things too, I have to. Now, those are really dangerous words that when we build our own businesses, anyone else relate to that? Like, that's a really scary feeling to say, like, I have to. I have to record my TikToks. I have to do my YouTube video. I have to. And when you start having this, like, little bit of a seed of resentment, it's a good sign that you're in a place where you don't feel passionate about what you're doing anymore. Now, here's the thing. Passion and motivation, I think, are two of the same kind of emotions. They're like fire starters. They don't keep the fire going. But there does come a time where there needs to be rest. Uh, there needs to be a break so that you can start up a fire again and be excited again. And that passion, that motivation kicks back in. Um, but if you go too deep into burnout, you may literally say like, you know what? I just don't even want to do this anymore. So I'm going to share something very interesting that helped me so much this at the end of this year. So this is also what I recommend for anyone who can do these things. Look at your business and make a list of all of the things that create, ready for it, dread. The feeling of dread in your business you want to get kind of curious with the feeling of dread. Am I dreading this because it's big and scary? Or am I dreading this because it's become a chore? And when content creation has become a chore, it's a very good sign that you can take some time off. Now, here's the big thing that I love to share, and this helps a lot of people. Uh, when uh, things in your business become a chore, the only way to recover is to actually take a break. And here's some really good news. You don't have to announce a break if you're going to take a break for a couple days, a day, a week. I used to think like if I disappeared for a day, I had to like apologize the next day and be like, I'm so sorry, guys, I wasn't here. Truth is, you guys, most people won't even notice. So what I recommend doing is make a list of all of the things that you dread in your business. Um, and that's not the big things that you need to do. <laughs> I'm going to pull up one of my favorite quotes right now because this is an important distinction. Okay. So sometimes we dread things that are big and scary that create expansion for us because it's outside of our comfort zone. You literally feel it like stretching and pulling you in every single um, situation. So this is tough because there's not like a guide that helps you to know whether something is based on fear or whether something is based on burnout. Okay. But I love this, um, quote and this really helps me okay the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek it's joseph campbell the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek and you'll hear me talking about it a lot because sometimes this is a great test i'll i'll say this quote and say am i dreading this because it's something that is inside of the cave i fear to enter like you literally feel it it's like oh I'm, I'm, I'm afraid of this thing because of all the what ifs. What if it works? What if it doesn't? What if it's fantastic? What if they say yes? What if I have to move forward? What if someone calls me out? Like all of those things, if it's based on fear, you want to press through. Anytime a decision is being made based on fear, recognize that that is a really, really poopy driver. Like that's not fun. No, thank you. So on the flip side of things, if you can ask yourself, 
is this something I'm dreading because it's the cave I fear to enter, which holds the treasure I seek. It's a good sign you're going to want to push through that little bit of dread because that's actually more like resistance, which holds you in your comfort zone. On the flip side of things with burnout, I like to take like one, two, three, seven days off and you don't have to announce it at all. You just disappear. Side note, I don't know if you've ever noticed, but when it comes to creating content, I sometimes just disappear for like a week um, anytime that I need to, anytime I need to, to make sh o r e that I still love this. So I look at uh, the, the time of rest and I ask myself, did this bring me that rejuvenation that I need? And the wild part, I don't know if anyone else experiences this and I'll just share this little insight. You can always tell from my face whether I'm doing something from love or whether I'm doing something through a state of burnout because I swear my face looks exhausted and lacking passion. And right now I'm feeling like on top of the world and full of energy and life and excitement and I can't wait to share all this stuff. So I love to ask myself, is this something I'm afraid of or is this something that I'm honestly just in a place where I dread what I do in my business and make a list of all of those things. Now, here are some examples of things that you can outsource that create dread for a lot of other entrepreneurs, but your individual list may be different. Okay, so things like invoicing clients. I'm gonna be honest with you guys, this was one that created a lot of dread for me in business. Invoicing is something I just really don't like to do. Um, I made mistakes, it's very detail oriented, it's very like, Uh, regimented, you have to do it at a certain time. I really struggled with that. So uh, I, I realized that that was something I needed to outsource. The next big thing that really robbed me of passion in my business was checking emails and customer service. And so that was a really interesting thing because it would hurt my feelings. And I'm giving you guys like a little bit of an inside scoop here. In case you think like you have to have a wildly thick business uh, in order to be, or sorry, a wildly thick skin in order to be in business, I disagree. I think that actually being sensitive humans can sometimes be a superpower and something that's really fantastic. And so sometimes when people say you need to grow a thicker skin, I actually really disagree with that because I think being sensitive is a part of why we've gotten to where we are today. So that's just a little tangent. But when I put my heart into products, um, whenever I check the customer service emails and I'd see someone say, you know what, this is so lame, da 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 da. really hurt my feelings. And I'm just being super honest about that, especially when I knew that something was really good. So I learned early on that invoicing and customer service emails were things that I needed someone else to do in order for me to not fall out of love with my business. Now, here's another really wild perspective. At scale, things can make a lot more sense. So for example, you sell a thousand items of one, uh, sell a thousand items of one product. it's pretty good to know that somewhere between one and 30% of people are either going to ask for a refund, um, complain, or just straight up tell you off in the emails. So at scale, that's a lot of people and it can be wild. I actually don't like when it's as high as 10 or 20 or 30%. But when it's just a couple, it can feel so personal because let's say five people buy a product and one doesn't like it. that can really hurt your feelings. And you don't think about the five people or the four people who loved it. So you have to say like, is customer service something that's burning me out? Now here's the beautiful thing. And I don't know about you, but I'm not super good at patience. <laughs> patience is something that uh, we have not been BFFs my whole life. Like honestly, we have been kind of like strangers, me and patience. So when it comes to looking at your list of the things that cause dread and the things that make you feel burnt out, 
it can be really hard because you have to think someday I'm going to bring someone in to take these things off my plate. When you're a one person or two person show and the funds aren't rolling in quite yet to be able to outsource those things, it can feel really frustrating. Ask me how I know. I remember the nights of trying to set up my first website and I wanted to just throw my website out of the computer or out of the, uh, sorry, I wanted to throw my computer out of the window because I was like, this is driving me crazy. Only I wasn't smiling big like I am as I record this podcast. I was like swearing at my computer and wanting to cry the whole time. So what's really interesting is you get to make this list of the things that someday you're going to outsource. And one of the things that I find is when I know that growing our revenue can help me to bring people in and take those things off my plate that I can't stand, it allows me to push just a little bit harder until that point. Uh, And so sometimes, almost like a video game, uh, I don't know if you guys played like Harvest Moon or Donkey Kong on Nintendo 64 you know how there's always checkpoints. So you go through a really tough level and there's a checkpoint. And the checkpoint is usually beyond one of the harder uh, lessons. The same thing usually happens in business. So you have to go a little further than you'd like in order to get to a checkpoint where all of a sudden you're like, oh, I can bring someone in. Okay, oh, that was worth that. Uh, Now I'm gonna rest just for like a week and just be chill on this side because I can finally bring someone in to support me. So usually those like long-standing breakthroughs of being able to outsource things come beyond a little bit of a sprint sometimes a little bit of a marathon and it can be very challenging to wait, especially if you're impatient at times like I can be as well. Um, when it comes to burnout, the, one of my favorite things to do is say someday we are going to outsource this, 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 this. And we actually have in our Google Drive wish lists of things that I want to get off my plate someday. For example, we aren't in this place yet because it's very difficult to find someone who does social media the way that I do. But I really do want to bring someone in at some point to augment my social media strategy, but they have to do it the way that I, uh, my methodology is for social. And that's very difficult to find that unicorn. Uh, and so that's on my someday list. Someday I'm going to find my dream unicorn marketer and they're going to come on in and we're going to be aligned, not necessarily immediately, but there's going to be an awesome checkpoint on the other side of that. But the truth is you guys, burnout is also sometimes, I'm just going to be honest, an inside job. Did you hear that? There's a big one. Burnout can occur from a lot of things in our lives. So for example, when we went into activity season and parents who have kids in activity season know how wild this gets. Activity season, I thought all these moms were like exaggerating like how hard it was to run your kids to and from all of these different events. Holy moly, no one was exaggerating. It is so challenging. But what blew my mind um, was the fact that I didn't take into account that as life changes, our expectations for ourselves need to change as well. So as we go into this busy event season, for some reason, I suddenly added to my plate of expectations for myself, including making dinner from scratch every single night and running a marathon. Okay, as you're listening to this, you might be saying, well, that's crazy, and I would never do that to myself, right? But sometimes we do it in little ways. For example, sometimes if you wanted to create videos constantly or consistently on YouTube, what if you gave yourself a range? Like, 
I'll get at least one done. That's my baseline for each week. I'll get one done. And my stretch goal is three to five per week. And if I land somewhere in that, that's awesome. But one is my baseline so that it gives you wiggle room for all of the different things that can happen in life. Um, when you lock yourself into this inside job, this expectation of daily video creation, you guys, that is exhausting. Ask me how I know. Actually, I'll just tell you how I know because uh, I've done it. And it's very, very challenging to keep yourself operating at this high unrealistic expectation. So sometimes burnout is an inside job that no one else expects from us. Like the truth is, unless you have an actual TV show that has to fill programming for an hour a day, Monday through Friday, it doesn't have to be an everyday thing. And so sometimes giving yourself a range can be one of the single greatest things that you can do to give yourself grace. So for example, as I'm getting back into TikTok, I know that shooting for 10 a day can leave me feeling really burnt out. But if I say, listen, my baseline is one a day, one TikTok a day, that's it. And if I get inspired to do more, fantastic. But I'm not going to hold myself to 10 a day because that is, that is an internal job of setting myself up to burn out. So we're the only ones that can really and truly check in with ourselves and say, is this something that I can realistically sustain in in this next season of life no matter what happens and here's a big hint um if you have kids or pets or plants they will throw you some curveballs once you commit to things so giving yourself a range can sometimes honestly be one of the best things that you can do to not burn out stop holding yourself to a one percent of the one percent of the one percent expectations for content creation or it can be a surefire recipe for uh, absolute and utter burnout. Now, here's a little more of the behind the scenes. Um, by the way, as I record my podcast, I usually record them on TikTok Live. So I love seeing the comments as well. And Daphne shared, even no pets or kids. Amen to that. Life is wild. So I want to share one thing that's really helpful to know. Sometimes, um, one of my favorite quotes is small hinges move big doors. Actually, that's an always. Small hinges move big doors. Sometimes we think it's like these big things that create the big change that we want in life. And we don't realize sometimes it's the smallest things. Like for example, I might not be able to go and let's say, um, go work out at a gym for four hours a day to get like the best shape of my life. Like it's just not going to happen in this season of life. So when I compare myself to people who showcase that they work out at the gym for two to four hours a day, I just know that that's not sustainable or realistic for me. But what if I just hopped in the gym and just did 15 minutes of lifting, heavy lifting. So suddenly that could be enough of a transformation to gradually get me to where I want to go. Um, and if I were to say like, I don't have time to work out, I am looking at it through the lens of the expectation of working out for a long time, but 15 minutes, can I do 15 minutes in the morning? Can I do 15 minutes uh, between calls? Can I do 15 minutes? So these 15 minute increments can sometimes get us what we need, but sometimes we write things off because of other things that don't even need to be a part of the equation. Case in point, let's say, let's say, okay, I'm gonna take a big old sip of my coffee and pretend it's tea just because this feels really dramatic and I kind of like it. Let's say, for example, I wanted to eat healthy. Uh, I wanted to eat healthy and I say, I love or I want to eat healthy, but I'm really struggling with it because I hate kale. Well, 
What if you eat spinach? What if you eat Brussels sprouts? What if you don't have to have kale at all? Who, and, and wait a second, who said you have to have kale? There's a point to this, okay? And no, it's not that everyone needs to eat healthy. Do what you wanna do. The point is sometimes in our business, we let one little funny nuance keep us from doing the things that we wanna do. So for example, and here's a real life example in my business. I love creating trainings. I love workshops. I love teaching. I love speaking. I love breaking down frameworks. I love creating assets. Those are my favorite things to do in the whole world. I love researching and studying and compiling things and putting together better trainings and programs that honestly like impact the world. I love trying to answer bigger questions with uh, the right questions, if that makes sense. Like, how can I solve a bigger problem by asking a bigger and better question? And so what's interesting is I realized over the last few months that there was one silly thing. You guys ready for this? Now hear me out. This is not me saying that people shouldn't do this. This is me saying that this is my equivalent of the whole kale thing. Uh, there was one thing that was keeping me feeling extremely burnt out and it was people asking, about certain things that I've already created trainings about. And so I would get to this place where I'd be like, why do I even create trainings? Now, by the way, by the way, do not feel sorry for me in this moment. This is my own little internal pity party and an inside look. Why do I even bother creating trainings if no one ever watches them, right? You guys can hear the pity party in that. But the truth is reminding people it's in the portal. It's in the portal. It's in the portal. Here you can find it. That was the one thing that kept me from loving creating more and taking more calls. And I was like, ah, but here's what's wild, ready for this. All you have to do is outsource that one thing or find a way to eliminate the need to do that one thing. Don't sit there and like look at the kale that you hate and be like, how do I eat this kale faster? How do I eat more of this kale? Just switch to spinach or Brussels sprouts or asparagus or something like you don't have to do the thing that that makes you not love what you're doing. Um, another case in point, working out. I love running. A lot of people hate running, right? I love running and I go through seasons of running. There have been most seasons in my life, I would say I probably spend about 50% of my adult life running um, miles per week and usually miles um, per day. And some people would say, I'll do anything for fitness, but I won't do runs. That is me with burpees. So when someone says, Rachel, the fastest way for you to get fit is burpees, I hate them. I don't want to do burpees. They make me want to like cut my arms off. Like I hate burpees so much. So if I sit there and hold myself to the standard of the best way for me to get fit is to do burpees, I'm going to burn out real fast. And I'm going to say, you know what? I don't like this whole fitness thing, completely ignoring the fact that I love running. So when it came to even like our programs, I had to say, how can we get other people in place to support with reminding people where to find the trainings and where to access it in the portal? Instead of me suddenly saying, you know what, I don't like this whole teaching training uh, marketing thing, when it's just, I don't like answering that one question, where is it in the portal, when other people could be doing it. So you guys catch that. So burnout is about, first and foremost, taking a look at yourself with a lot of self-awareness. What am I good at? What am I not good at? What do I want to add to my someday outsource list? And then giving yourself permission to rest. That's a whole sermon right there. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Social Media Secrets. By the way, we have been going pretty hard over in the Social Click, my mentorship and mastermind program for freelancers who want to grow to six figures and then ultimately to seven figures in their business of freelancing specifically. If you want to learn more about the Social Click, go to 
click C-L-I-Q-U-E for F-O-R life, L-I-F-E.com and feel free to fill out an application. My amazing team will take your call and I will catch you guys later. Bye for now.